Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Den, GR Mom, joined from distance by GR Dad. Hi, I'm, you're in the distance. I'm here. I'm you're distance. Extremely distant. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I am the center of the universe. I hey. flew from the lower right-hand corner of the country to the upper left-hand corner of the country. And it inspired this week's cocktail of the week, which is the Nickel City Frozen Irish Coffee. Uh, on my flight from, so I'm in Seattle for work, and on my flight from uh, Key West to Dallas, <laughs> we're going to do a whole bonus podcast for the Patreons and Super followers about my truly horrific flight because of the dude who sat next to me and would not stop talking the whole time including trying to explain to me why the Supreme Court was correct in overruling Roe versus Wade. Unprompted. I did not try to talk to him about this, but I think he was getting that I wasn't interested. And then he said that, and then I fucking lost it. And I went on just like an angry rant at him. And I was like, I'm sorry, so you think pregnant women whose babies are deformed and their water breaks are, should be forced to carry around the rotting corpses of their children because they're not actively dying. They have to wait until they're so sick that they might die to actually get some care for that. Is that what you think is okay? And he was like, no, no. Well, no, that's not right. And at some point he's like, I didn't mean to push your button. I was like, well, you did. So now you're going to listen to all of my pent up white hot rage until you stop talking to me. He, uh, he clearly meant to push your button because he was bored that you weren't reacting. That he's clearly like an infant or like a nacho. Hi, nacho. He regretted it. So anyway, by the time I Hopefully. got to Dallas, I was very wound up. And uh, I had about an hour and a half. And so I went to the Capital One Lounge, which we have access to through our fancy credit card. And they have a great bar there. And one of the things they have at the bar is Nickel City Frozen Irish Coffee, which I had two of. And then I texted you, Ingo, and I was like, how many of these is too many? <laughs> <laughs> and you said three. Two is the right number. And I said, okay. And I stopped, which was very good advice because they're delish. And I would like to have had more and I would have felt really sick. I was going to say, because at, at the time, I remember this too, you can't, you don't want to stop. They seem small. You're sitting down. They don't seem that strong. They're so good. They're strongly chocolatey. They don't seem strongly alcoholic. And then you get up and you're like, oh, geez, they were like significant. Yeah. So, so they good. have them. Yeah, they have them in just like a slushy machine, you know, so they just pull the little handle. But I found a recipe for specifically for Nickel City Frozen Irish Coffee online because this is a bar in Austin. Oh, um, yeah. And they invented started, this. Yeah. Yes, yes. They sell them at the bar. It's their best selling drink. So if you want to make one, and Ingo, I'm 100% making these when I get home. Yeah. They are two ounces of Irish whiskey, two ounces of coffee liqueur, so you can just use Kahlua, um, half a cup of vanilla ice cream, two cups of ice cubes, and four ounces of rich chilled coffee. I mean, it's basically a milkshake. Well, it, it, it ends up being a milkshake with, coffee liquor, milkshake. with, with, alcohol, with alcohol in it. Yeah. I mean, it's a frozen Irish coffee. It's exactly what it is. Uh, extremely good. So also, if you have access to the Capital One Lounge and you go through DFW, make time to stop there and get one. They're very good. Yeah, it's so, the only lounge of its kind in existence in the world. And they're opening a couple more, but it's the only <laughs> one right now. Yes, um, it's very rare. <laughs> yeah, it's, that coffee's good. Um, so there you go. That's the cocktail of the week. 
Um, are you ready for administrative corner? Oh, am I ready for the thing that I love? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> uh, so I have two items in administrative corner. First, um, in the in the list of things where like five thousand people tag me, I have a new <laughs> entry. <laughs> you're on you're on people's minds. It's nice. I think it's great. I love that people tag me and stuff. And you're all spot on that I'm interested. I just think it's funny when like five thousand people all are like, "Hey, I thought this of is you something guys. Jen, Jen would enjoy." Yeah. yeah. Uh, so five thousand people tagged me in this video of a dog who's got like a stand. And it has, you know, it's like a stand for bowls. I think you tagged me in this and go, right, you're one of the 5,000 people. Too. Yes, yes. And so there's a water bowl in one of the stands. And in the other stand, there's like a towel draped over it, somehow like tied together at the bottom. So the dog does some real sloppy drinking out of the bowl. And then he's trained to rest his chin on the towel that's on the other side and dry his face off. And everybody's like, how about this for nacho? No, how about we trade... <laughs> That dog for nacho. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that uh, in dog updates. Um, so anyway, thank you everybody for tagging me. It's very funny. And I think it's also hilarious that 5,000 people tagged me in it. <laughs> uh, the other item in Administrative Corner is uh, Halloween cameos. It's coming up on Halloween time. We have a 12-foot Home Depot skeleton, which I think is going to make for really excellent cameo footage. So if you want a Halloween cameo or... For yourself or for your friends, we are game, including working in the big skeleton. Yeah, we 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 take requests within reason. If it's if it's not unsafe, <laughs> mainly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's it for administrative corner. Unless you have anything to add. Um, not off the top of my head. I have a box full of medals here. Is that administrative corner, or is that ramblings, or is that nothing at all? Well, you know, you either ordered a medal or you didn't. It's too late <laughs> to get one now. But if you ordered them, yeah, they have arrived. And uh, Ingo and I are going to have a packing party this weekend. And uh, and they're going to ship out. So most people in the U.S. should get them close to the actual date <laughs> of the Voodoo Run, which is uh, like a week from Friday. Did most people in the U.S. Second. actually order one? Because then it's going to be a longer party for us. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a long time. That'd I know what a lot you of meant. Metals. I know what oh. you meant. Yep, yep. Um, all right, so that's administrative corner. Dog updates. Um, I would like to share a personal dog update, which is uh, I got here to Seattle and I posted that I was in Seattle, and uh, and then Pavlov and Maslow's parents reached out to me and they're like, "You want to come?" meet Pavlov and Maslow. And I was yeah. like, heck yes, I sure do. You so I went so over to lucky. their house on Tuesday and we just had a lovely time. And uh, I hung out with them on the backyard and I brought toys and uh, Pavlov is just like a little fetch machine. He fetches better than any of our dogs. And uh, they all were lovely humans and dogs and I had a great time. So lucky. if you don't, if you don't follow, all of our followers follow them. But if for some reason you don't, it is a Corgi and a Kishan, and they have two lovely parents. Their uh, Pav God is the Twitter handle. And they're wonderful, and I got to hang out with them, and it was great. Lucky. Yep. Especially um, Maslow. I like that little guy. I know. We made we told him, like, extra high for you. Everybody <laughs> knows that you love him so much. <laughs> we used to, I mean, everyone maybe knows this already but when i was little we had uh 
uh, a Dutch bar, a, a Kieshund, as when I was a kid. Yeah. It was like my first dog was looked like Maslow. So I have a sentimental attachment to him. They are cute dogs. They're so, they're like Vanks, but super fluffy. So fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my personal dog update. And then uh, we do have one major dog update. And if we tell it like a story, it begins last week as GR Dad was making dinner and uh, Nacho and Remy had a fight. There was no blood drawn, but it was not a good one. Uh, we each ended up picking up a dog like in a full bear hug and like yanking them apart and throwing them into separate rooms. Nacho, not always, but when food is around, can sometimes get reactive which is not good and with any of the other dogs i think if he were to like make a little angry face at them they'd kind of back off but remy doesn't do that because he was like on a chain his whole life and he's blind and if yeah, he, he feels even another see dog, the subtle subtle hints so he overreacts yeah 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 i mean he kind of freaks out if a dog comes at him which totally makes sense um so so it that was just sort of the last thing that made us go like, we really have to find a way to get um, Nacho up to see Michael, the trainer. Cause Nacho's got lots of issues, but they all kind of come down to two related things. One is that he is kind of very overstimulated and doesn't know how to regulate that. Like we can, you, you take him out swimming every morning. I take him for two walks a day. He plays in the middle. Like, that dog is not understimulated. Okay. Like we do so much brain stuff and physical activity. And he still like, you know, we'll put when we need him to just like settle down, like he will settle in his crate. And the second we let him out, he's like all over the place, bouncing off the walls. He just doesn't know bouncing what to do with walls himself. Exactly right. Yeah. Like literally bouncing off the walls. Um, and he's also kind of insecure, which, you know, on Operation Nacho Run, when we were bringing him out, people saw this where he was, he's kind of timid around new people sometimes. Um, that's certainly where the, you know, food reactivity comes. He's not super reactive. It's just, you know, every few weeks, there's like a little sign of it. Um, and, you know, Toby, who we fostered, for those of you who've been with us for a while, uh, I mean, Nacho's not as bad as Toby, but Toby was like that, where he literally would bounce off the walls and just like couldn't, he couldn't even eat. Like he'd take one bite of food and then like run around the basement, and jump on the bed and like jump someplace else and then come back and get another bite. Like he just didn't know what to do with himself. Um, and so training can fix that. And uh, I have been teaching Nacho stuff and he loves to learn stuff. Like he's got a, a really amazing stay. Yeah. Like I can put him in a stay and walk out of the room and count to five. Yeah. It's so good. And he learns very fast. Like he's such a smart dog, but I don't quite know how to train this. And it's also really hard with five other dogs around. So um, I tried to, I tried to put him in a stay today and four other dogs ran out the the door while I was like keeping Nacho in his stay. (laughs) So it was, yeah. a, it was real distracting for everyone. Yeah. And there's, there's like only so much you can expect from him if we're trying to teach him and then all the other dogs are doing all this other stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, so Michael, like Michael has fixed this in other dogs. Um, guac was sort of like this and 
came out great from that training. And Toby was a kind of more extreme version and came out great from his training. So we talked to Michael and I was like, Michael, here's when we're going to be in Maryland. And he's like, that's funny. That's when I'm going to be in Florida. And <laughs> I was like, we, we've got to make this work. So Ingo is taking Nacho up um, the beginning of next week and we're going to drop him off and he's going to board and train, which like on one hand is very sad because I will miss him. And I feel a little bad that he's going to be just like by himself. On the other hand, he's going to be like with Michael all day, every day and going to day camp and he gets lots of walks and they're going to do swim time. So it's, it's going to be real summer campy for him. And he's going to stay up there until we all come up um, about 10 days later. So he's going to do a full 10 days of board and train with Michael and it's going to be great. Yeah, it, it, it is a fun summer camp. Michael has some dogs, too, and so he won't be, you know, he, he'll be alone at night. But, you know, he should be sleeping anyway. <laughs> yeah, and he should be real tired at the end of those days. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so that's the plan. So you've got a big road trip coming up. That's the usual. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I almost know every rest stop on 95 now on that stretch. It's pretty good. Oh, you've done it so many times. Um, So, so that's the current plan. Uh, Nacho is going to Michael, no matter what. There is a little bit of a question of uh, what else we do, because there's maybe a hurricane coming. And we're kind of on wait and see mode with the hurricane. It's like in Venezuela right now, isn't it? Sort of right off the shore of South America. Yeah, it's down there, and um, it's not even like a tropical depression at this point. But every like everyone can see it moving west, sort of in the Caribbean, and it's going to hit all of the extremely warm water in the Caribbean, and then eventually the Gulf of Mexico, like ninety percent sure, which is going to make it get giant. And then the question is, where does it go? And nobody knows the like i've been reading freaking spaghetti models all day and they're just all over the place like some of them have it going just like straight to cancun just like continuing straight across the gulf um some of them have it like crossing the eastern side of cuba and going out into the atlantic um a bunch of them have it going directly over the florida keys um but nobody knows at this point like it's not even a tropical depression at this point and we can't tell so um, yeah, one of them, we're just one of them keep... will have been right because there's like, you know, such a wide <laughs> fan of potential routes. Like someone gets to say, oh, I knew it, even though there's a hundred predictions. And, and I mean, like I've been looking at Twitter, which is just dumb because it's like a bunch of like <laughs> high school weather nerds, like meteorology majors who are like, it's like so unusual to have like this much agreement between these three models five days out. And it's like, they pick these three models that all have like the eye of this hurricane over Key West. And it's like, sure. There's eight other models that show it hitting like Alabama, Texas, like panhandle of Florida. Like it's like, Ooh, look, there's these three models here. And so it's just like, they, it's very like, look at, look at this thing. Look at this thing that I found. And it's like, nobody fucking knows all the like professionals are like, we have no idea what's going to happen with this. Like stop being <laughs> dumb and like picking these, you know, 
I mean, it could be a very bad hurricane. It could be a category five hurricane and uh, really scary. Like, and everybody's kind of freaking out about it because there's like real potential for it to be a very major hurricane uh, in the Gulf. But we don't know. Like, we have no idea and we can't make any decisions because we have no idea what's happening. Um, but we do kind of agree that, like, if it looks like there's going to be, you know, some badness in the Keys, um, you know, I will evacuate the other dogs. And and I don't know if we'll go all the way up to Maryland or not. But we we just got to wait for the weekend and kind of see what happens. So, yeah, it does. I mean, it's, uh, anyway, this is where the having yeah. the RV is is good because it actually makes sense to get it out of here anyway, because it's not exactly hurricane proof. Frankly, no, that's it's, right. like, it's like an umbrella, <laughs> pretty much an umbrella. Like you are taking Nacho to Michael and dropping him off on Tuesday morning. And uh, the vague predictions that show that hurricane in the Keys, the hurricane would be here on Tuesday morning. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll know by Sunday if we should evacuate or not. And if we should, maybe we all just go up to Maryland Ooh, together. Fun. Yeah, like because we were we're planning to go kind of a week after that anyway, like the weekend after next I'm running the London Marathon. And then our plan was to go to Maryland after that. So we could just go a week early if we have to run away from the hurricane. But we just got to wait and see. We've got a self-contained dog transport vehicle. Yes, we have lots of options and... Uh... It's going to be fine. We will not put the dogs in a scary situation. If it's like a tropical storm, even if it's like a category one hurricane, we'll be fine. It's going to be windy and we maybe will lose power for a day. Um, but if it looks like it's going to be anything more than that, we'll, we'll get out of there just because of the dogs. Absolutely. Yeah. It's hard enough to deal with everything, but we can't really take care of six dogs without power and water. Indeed, for like potentially a long time. Yeah, we need drugs, man. Drugs. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a big part of it. So, uh, so there you go. That's that's that. That's sort of like taste of the keys is maybe hurricane coming. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add to dog updates, Ingo? Um, I'm looking around. Nope, nope. Everyone's as mischievous as ever. You've done a great job taking care of everybody um, while I have been gone. Well, you don't week. know. They can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look at the snaps and everybody seems to be alive and okay. They are alive. They're all secretly writing you emails. When are you coming home? It goes mean to us. I'll, I'm taking the red eye, you guys. I'll be I'm home sick soon. sick of him putting me in my crate every time I bark for five minutes. Straight. I, mean, I would do that too, <laughs> Nacho. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. Well, I do have one item under ramble. Oh, okay. Ramble on. Um, this this is from the Lexington Herald Leader. In Lexington, Kentucky. Yep. Mm -hmm. The headline is "One Chip Challenge Left 13 Students at a Kentucky School with Adverse Symptoms." <laughs> officials say. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> Longtime listeners of the pod will know that Ingo and I did the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Um, it's a, a marketing ploy. Carolina Reaper in a... I mean, they don't lie, though. 
It's one, so you get this like coffin shaped <laughs> box and it has one tortilla chip it's in it. It's one chip. It's literally like, one. Like a Dorito size. One this chip. Is one of them. <laughs> it's one. And it's instead of like the Dorito nacho cheese flavor, it has Carolina Reaper and scorpion pepper, like real hot pepper on it. And, uh, and you're, the challenge is to eat the one chip. And we did it on the podcast a few years ago, maybe 2019. Yeah, if you go on the wiki, I'm sure it's, it's don't, it's, it's, you know, I think your quote was, this is profoundly unpleasant. <laughs> it was profoundly <laughs> unpleasant. Uh, yeah, it, it really felt not good. Um, I mean, we didn't like, there's videos of people doing it and they throw up or they start crying or, uh, you know, they start sweating my mouth just hurt real bad because yeah. <laughs> it was Rips, really hot. Mouth, uh, it throat. wasn't that bad. Yeah. And it takes about 20 minutes to go away. Um, I think we shared one. So it may have been 20 minutes. 20 we shared minutes one. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I think it's just like once you get that coating in your mouth, even if it's a tiny bit, like it's going to yeah. burn. Um, so anyway, Ango and I have done the one chip challenge. Uh, it was not fun. I don't recommend it. Um, I like hot food, but this was not fun. This is just like it makes everything yeah. hurt. Um, anyway, okay. So now we have middle school students. And let's be honest, boys. Of course. Middle school course. boys. At least 13 Harlan County Middle School students experienced, quote, adverse symptoms <laughs> after participating in the one chip challenge in which a person eats one extremely spicy tortilla spicy chip. Spicy is good. Yeah, <laughs> spicy. Several, quote, several students at one of our schools experienced adverse symptoms after participating in the challenge and consuming only a single chip. <laughs> uh, these, clearly, these guys did not no. try the chip. Of the 17 7th and 8th graders at Cumberland Elementary School who participated in the challenge on their own during lunch, <laughs> 13 reported symptoms ranging from vomiting to pain and swelling, Assistant Principal Sandy Cope told the Herald later. <laughs> the large chip is about the size of a tortilla. That's not true. It's the size of a tortilla chip. Right. Not a tortilla like Taco Bell. No, no. This is a tortilla oh, chip. Here you go, Ingo. One student brought the chip to school and it was broken into pieces. So they had one of these chips and they broke it into 17 pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and they distributed it to these kids. Five students vomited. Others had severe abdominal pain, burned or swelled lips that turned red. And one reported problems breathing. I don't think these are adverse symptoms. I think these are predictable symptoms. consequences. Like, this... <laughs> this is what it says is going to happen on the box. This is why you happen. do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If your life is so boring that you need to have pain in your mouth, here's here's the chip for you. Let me uh, let me just read you this statement in the article because it's just like the most middle school principally statement ever. Participating in challenges and or exchanging food on school campuses is a direct violation of school and district policies. Uh. Our goal is to dissuade students from participating in any sort of challenge to keep them safe. <laughs> it's, it's just like such a thing a middle school would it's say. So in a, I mean, it's clearly not aimed at the kids. <laughs> Maybe the parents, but it really... They do... Yeah. 
they do point out that the chip says the packaging of the chip says to keep it away from children. <laughs> Who bought but Here's this what it says on the box. <laughs> so the box has like literally a big red warning label on the back. It says warning with like little stripies behind it up at the top. And it says in all caps, do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin, or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you, exper- should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. <laughs> I like it's extended nausea because you're going to have regular nausea. A little bit of nausea is totally normal, guys. So it has it's one chip, uh, 25 calories. So that means it's about double the size of a Dorito. But it's one, it comes, it's, it costs like a bag, but it's one chip. It's just, it costs like a bag, but it's just one it chip. It may have a, yeah. a skull and crossbones on it, that box. It is, co- it's got a, definitely got a skull with like a big open mouth and like a flame on its head. <laughs> and it's in a coffin shaped There's package. no mystery what it's going to do. And it did. And, you know, these middle schoolers found out. In Alabama, uh, Montgomery County Public Montgomery Public Schools reported several students were hospitalized after participating in the challenge, to which I say those kids were weenies. <laughs> Dramatic much? I said it you and I meant it. School nurse may have hospital. Sent them. I I guess. I guess they could have been allergic or something, but I think they probably were like, Oh my god, my mouth hurts so bad and it's like, Yeah, dick, like that's why I ate the chip. I think it's a school nurse move. It's be like, they need hospitalization. They could be burning up. Yeah, I, it I, could it's be. fine. Give them some milk. Well, there you go. That's that's my ramblings update. It's a um, good, that's a good one. I am now handing the podcast over to you for German Word of the Week, Ingo Corner, any ramblings you want to add. Like, you're in charge for the rest of our time. What, you're just going to leave? Uh, no, I'm going to stay. That's so lame. You're in charge. Okay. <laughs> All right, one of the German words should be Windgeschwindigkeit, just because it sounds like a good German word. Windgeschwindigkeit. Yeah, it just means wind speed, right? Wind, and then oh. Geschwindigkeit, so it's just wind speed. But it seems apropos of all the crazy stuff that may or may not be happening, heading heading this way or yeah. other ways. Some Someone was saying that it, if the, the Hurricane Fiona, right, the one that just plowed through, uh, Puerto Rico. It goes. It's going to go past the Bermuda, and then it's going to hit Canada. It's going to make landfall in like yeah um, Nova Scotia. And if it doesn't settle way down, and it's not predicted to, it may be the biggest storm to ever hit Canada. Hurricane to ever. Hit wow. Canada. No, because it's like a, hur- a category four right now. I think. You know, even Floridians evacuate for her for Category Four. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's still over the ocean, so who knows what's going to happen with that thing? So anyway, that's a that's a big one too. I'm glad we dodged that bullet, frankly. No kidding. Glad that didn't go anywhere. So Windgeschwindigkeit would be Windgeschwindigkeit. Nice. Would be my would be my word. Um, Dad's corner. Uh, you know, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing special. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss you and I want you back, but, uh, 
Because obviously I can't do it remotely without my muse sitting next to me. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I miss you too, and I'm coming back on the red eye. Ingo. This is good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite glad about Excellent. it. Excellent. See you tomorrow. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we'll have maybe, well, we'll have lots of updates um, with the training starting next week. Um, we, because some people have issues with dogs being trained and say jerk stuff to me, I don't post the videos that Michael sends us of the dogs getting trained to the regular Twitter. I have done it before and then people say mean things and I don't need that in my life. So I don't post it there. Uh, but I post it for the super followers and the Patreons because they are pre-screened to be awesome people. And that included when Voods was getting trained, Voods going through an agility tunnel, <laughs> like the little, <laughs> very slowly. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I bet Michael, he couldn't get him to do it anymore. Yeah, there was no new. He was just like, I'm going through this tunnel. Check me out. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to get lots of footage of Nacho uh, at training from Michael next week. And I'm going to just post them all up to the Patreons and the super followers. So it's five bucks. You could do it just for a month. And if you want to see all of that footage for 10 days, that's, that's the place to go. Um, I'm also trying to figure out, they have like a webcam that goes in his kennel or his little room. I mean, it's very fancy. Um, sweet. and I it's can't sweet. send, come on. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I can't send like 1500 people to the webcam cause we'll crash it, but I'm going to try to see if there's a way that I can like, uh, put a camera on it. live stream. <laughs> I'm thinking what I'll do is like log in and embiggen it. And then like live stream my computer, like if like a zoom kind of thing <laughs> where people could like connect to me where I'm rebroadcasting. I'm going to try to figure out how to mm. do that. Um, which I would also share. So even if you don't want to like permanently be a super follower, it may be worth the five bucks if you want uh, 10 days of Nacho getting trained. You want videos. to see Nacho sleep. <laughs> and to when watch him sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm glad I'm coming home and go. Get I miss you and the dogs. Me too. They do too. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for oh, listening. Oh, I did have one, one more until, thing. One more. Oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, my I am God. Sorry. Oh, my I'm God. Sorry. I waited till the last possible minute. This is good. Some Someone designed a, a BuzzFeed quiz about which uh, Golden Ratio 2.0 dog are you, and I think it's it's awesome. I just want to call it out. I think it is like such a fun little activity. It's on Twitter, yeah, we, I think. We retweeted it. Yes, yes. Yeah. But to anyone who's not on Twitter or you know missed that thread, uh, it's fun. It's fun. You can kind of try to yeah come over and you'll you can find try it. Try to become a uh, you know the dog that you want to be, or you can try to be honest and then see who you'd be. <laughs> who were you? I've so far I've been Brody, but I'm trying for everyone else. <laughs> oh, I got a boots. I'm nice. Well, that's predictable. If you just say no to every question, then maybe you're boots. All right, Vank. Hi. I got a lot of no in me this week. So <laughs> I'm feeling it. There you go. I think that's good. My my phone is making a uh, a reflection on the ground, and Vank is hopping on it, and now she's also making squeaking sounds, which is very amusing to her. Oh, Not cool. as amusing for me. She's but a pretty good, good. dog. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, everybody, and until next week, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you. That's right. No biting. Bye. Bye.